Hi. <laughs> I'm trying to stand in this uh, shade of this little tree because the sun is like a million degrees is what it feels like. I mean, obviously it's not, but that's what it feels like to me. I mean, it's just like a magnifying glass just penetrating on me. And uh, there's no shade here. We're out in the middle of nowhere. Well, not really, but there's no shade anywhere except right here. <laughs> All right, so uh, uh, let's pray. So Lord, I thank you that we can come and try to find a little bit of shade so we can do our video and not have our camera shut off due to overheating. And I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you help us to uh, get this job done and uh, so we can lift our banner and uh, do what we do out here on the street uh, here at 28th and Canyon. And we praise you, Lord Jesus. We praise you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Amen and amen. All right, so uh, praise God. Let's just, uh, oh, here we go. I got to do this real quick. Sorry about that. I got to do this. So this is our uh, True Study book. Uh, it's a uh, log book format uh, with uh, some instructions in the front. And uh, this is my book. I've been taking it all over. It's getting kind of beat up because I take it to the street. Got rained on yesterday up there at Table Mason Broadway. But we're doing a class using this book. Uh, it's not a teaching book. Uh, it's not some book that I wrote that you need to learn what I'm, no. It's a, it's a tool to get you into this book, the Word of God, uh, right here, the Word of God. And that's what this is, that's just, just, just a tool. That's all it is. And uh, uh, it, uh, we're doing classes to help people kind of get started in it. Uh, so I've dedicated 65 classes we just finished class 18 uh, today. Today is um, Wednesday, uh, September 19th or 20th. I don't know, one of those days. And uh, uh, they all kind of run together. I'm sorry, I apologize that I'm off on my dates. I'm, people are just criticizing me for every little tiny thing. But uh, so I forget what day it is, sorry. Uh, it's daytime right now and I'm in Colorado and Boulder. <laughs> I'm not in heaven yet and this isn't heaven and this isn't hell. So anyways, so we're doing a class on this and uh, from 7 in the morning live to 8 a.m. Uh, in the mornings, Monday uh, through Friday, five days a week uh, for 65 classes, helping people kind of figure out how this tool works in their life. And uh, you can order from the, bo the book patch p-a-t-c-h dot com and when you go to the book patch that's our printer and you go across the top it'll say bookstore you click on the bookstore it'll take you to the bookstore and then there's a search bar right in there and just type in GEC true study don't type just type that in GEC true study because I tried typing this and it won't come up uh, it'll just just the true study GEC true study and this will come up there's right now there's only one book but soon there'll be books two three and four and that'll take us through the New Testament uh, in one year 260 lessons uh, uh, taking us through the Word of God all right so uh, you can order it there also and uh, that's it for that okay let me put this right here this is on my tripod right there it kind of stays right there for now because my pack is around the on the other bush <laughs> all right so let's jump into this tonight is uh, this is our church day so uh, if you're in Boulder on a Wednesday, uh, we have early prayer at 6.30, and then we have our house church that starts at about 7.30. Uh, our timing is not exact. It's pretty close, but we're around those times. Uh, people come and go as they have need. 
Some people just come from a little bit of prayer and they leave. Some people come for just a just to say hello and then they leave again. And uh, some people stay the whole time and stay a little extra. So all kinds of people come to our church and uh, we move by the Spirit of God. You come by the Spirit of God, you leave by the Spirit of God. And that's our agenda. Our agenda is the Spirit of God. Now we do have a, you know, a program that if something goes on, the Holy Spirit wants us to do that, we do that. But uh, we're led by the Spirit of God, all right? So uh, uh, we're preaching from our Sunday prayer letter. We preach from the Bible, but the Sunday prayer letter pulls out some verses we're gonna talk on all week long. And our Sunday prayer has seven parts, as you know. This is part four, there's a little cheat sheet here on the back of my Bible here that I put so I know what verses to preach on today. I preach a brand new sermon every day, and I apologize for all the noise, but I'm out here on the street, and I'm at very busy locations, typically. Uh, there's a few quiet locations I'm at, but it's busy. A lot of people live in Boulder. I mean, a lot of people work in Boulder. They don't live here, they work here. Anyways, this is Wednesday, Acts 17, uh, verse 14 through 16. So it's just a, a few verses here, and uh, let's do that. Let's read it first. Uh, verse 14 in Acts chapter 17 in the King James Bible. And then immediately the brethren sent away Paul to go as it were to the sea. But Silas and Timotheus abode there still. And they that conducted Paul brought him unto Athens, and receiving a commandment unto Silas and Timotheus for to come to him, Paul, with all speed, they departed. Do I need to read the next one? Yes. And while Paul waited for them at Athens, his spirit was stirred in him uh, uh, when he saw the city wholly, wholly given to idolatry. All right. So thank you, Lord, for the reading of your word. I praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So understand uh, the Bible is inspired by the Holy Ghost and written by the power of the Spirit of God, the Spirit of the Lord. And so uh, the Holy Ghost knows what's in the Word of God, the pure Word of God. And He teaches you the Bible. Uh, I'm kind of close to the camera because I'm trying to hide in this shade here. Uh, and so you want the Holy Spirit to teach you the Word of God. You don't want me to teach you the Word of God or some or a pastor. You, don't, you want them to just highlight some text and then you can take that highlighted text with the Bible and with the Holy Spirit and allow the Holy Spirit to teach you the Word of God. That's what I'm saying all the time because that seems to be a lost in the body of Christ nowadays. They want to be led by men. And uh, you don't want to be led by a man because that man will fail. One point somewhere along the way, they're going to fall down. They're going to do something that you don't like and there goes all your Christianity out the window. Now that's generalization. I understand that. It's a blanket statement. But when you're talking about the whole entire world and millions upon millions upon millions of millions of Christians, you know that that is going on somewhere in the world. And that's what we want to do, deal with because as uh, one of our uh, the live stream I was on here with Brother Cranford, we, he talked about uh, the physicians on the street, you know, something like that. Physicians, physicians that go, you know, doctors who go to the street, you know. Well, one of our jobs as doctors who go to the street, physicians that go to the street, or however he titled that, is well, we want to cut out uh, that stuff that's cancerous, that, what, that stuff that's decaying, that stuff that's, uh, that's old, that, you know, we want 
a clean body without blame, without spot, without blemish. And sometimes you have to speak a kind of a rough word because it's the sword of the Spirit that does the cutting. The Word of God does the cutting away. Not your physical body, not your hands, not any physical knife or a gun or any of that kind of stuff. Uh, it's your it's the Word of God that does the cutting. All right. So that's why we have to know the Word of God and be and have the power of God with the Word of God and deliver that message that the Holy Spirit wants us to deliver. And in that delivery sometimes is we're cutting out those bad pieces. I mean, for, you know, however you want to look at that. That's what popped in my mind right now. So, uh, man, that sun is hot. All right, so let's uh, go up here. 14. And then immediately the brethren sent away Paul to go as it were to see. Remember, I'm just talking about a few sections here. You're supposed to be reading all of Acts chapter 17. So this is just one little tiny portion of the all the context, okay? So don't say all the, John doesn't teach in context. He teaches out of context. But that's not, it's just, you know, just uh, calm down, uh, you know, relax, you know, just relax. You know, relax, 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 okay? And then immediately the brothers sent away Paul to go as it were to the sea. Okay, so they sent him out to sea, you know, put him on that ship. They said, goodbye, Paul, all aboard. I mean, what's the, what does the ship guy say? Uh, all aboard, I think it's all aboard. That's the train too. Conductor says, all aboard, and I get on the train because I ride the train. I ran Amtrak. And I, the conductor says, all aboard, <laughs> you know? So Paul got on board the ship and he set sail on the sea, the Mediterranean Sea. I sailed in the Mediterranean before. I used to scuba dive in the Mediterranean Sea. All right, so anyways, going back and immediately they, the brethren sent away Paul to go as it were to the sea the Mediterranean Sea, right? But Silas and Timotheus abode there still. So he stayed back in Berea while Paul went off on board ship, headed out on board, you know, by the Spirit of God. God told him to get on board ship, otherwise he wouldn't have done that, I guarantee it. Paul would not have done that. He doesn't operate by his flesh, right? Because if he would have operated by the flesh, all kinds of bad things. We know that just because you get on board a ship and you sail off, uh, that could be of your flesh. Now, what story would that point to? What story would that point to? Jonah. Jonah got on a boat and said, I'm going to run away from God. I'm going to go to sea. And guess what happened? They threw him overboard because he was the cause of all their problems. Jonah was the single cause of all their problems. So Jonah says, just throw me overboard. I'm the problem. Just throw me overboard. And that's where that whale uh, whale or a big fish, whale, uh, swallowed him up and he was three days in the belly of the whale. And that was a sign that the Son of Man would be in, in the heart of the earth for three days and he would be resurrected, okay? That's the sign that Jesus said, that's the only sign we're gonna give you, sign of Jonah, right? So that's it right there, All right? So, but Paul went on by the Holy Ghost to go as it were to the sea. But Silas and Timotheus, you know, Paul's partners in preaching, preaching partners, fellow servants, uh, abode there still. Okay, so they stayed there. Verse 15, and they that conducted Paul, they that conducted Paul. Conductor is one who kind of helps you get along. He shows you how to, where to go. He's like a host. A conductor is like a host. And if you have problems, you ask your conductor. The one who's conducting you, he's the host. Uh, he helps you get settled. He finds you your seat, your chair, your meal, all that kind of stuff. And, 
and uh, you know things like that and you you know you tip them <laughs> whatever and uh, uh, and that's what was with Paul that's what this means uh, he could these people conducted Paul brought him unto Athens so this conductor or some people uh, his entourage of sorts uh, brought him along and helped make sure Paul was comfortable and everything was going well like planned by the Holy Spirit and he arrived in Athens I've been in Athens several times it's a very big city a <laughs> very old 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 city been to Athens and uh, and receiving a commandment okay now receiving a commandment that's really interesting it wasn't just received a direction but received a commandment so we know that that commandment points back to God not to man if you know the Word of God you'll know that the Word of God is all connected together and you can look up the word commandment and see that it's referring back to God and that's what Jesus said if you love me keep my commandments so commandments point back to Jesus which is the word all right Anyways, go there <laughs> you see what happens I, I see a lot of things in the spirit where I can go now see this let me a little teaching here so when you're delivering a message you have to and if you want to deliver a message by the Spirit of God if you want to deliver a message by your own ability your own brain that's not what I'm talking about if you want to deliver a, a sermon or a message uh, that's in your spirit that the Holy Ghost wants to bring out then you have to be listening while you're talking you have to be listening with the ears of your spirit while you're verbalizing these words and these ears here these physical ears can hear the words coming out of your mouth but your spiritual ears are not listening to this you're not listening to your words you're listening to the Spirit of God see that takes a little bit of a communion with the Holy Ghost that's why Paul said have communion with the Spirit or however he said that and uh, because otherwise you uh, will be listening to yourself and be directing your own words and directing your own words by what you're seeing with your physical eyes and the people in front of you so you don't want to do that if you want to, unless you want to be a minister of the flesh that's fine too I guess if that's what you want to do but that's not what I teach I want to teach people to be ministers of the Spirit Holy Ghost right that's what the Holy we're here with the Holy Spirit of God Jesus is at the right hand of the Father giving direction to his spirit through his spirit by his spirit and where's their spirit in us in us Holy Spirit's just not floating around in some cloud up here oh, oh hello Holy Spirit how you doing up there no that's stupid you know not flying around in some dove you know and not sitting on some building over there Holy Spirit's inside us all right that's why we don't want to sin either we don't want to be ungodly we don't want to be evil we don't want to do all the junk that the devil wants to put on us we don't want to be those type of people those type of Christians we don't want to be hypocrites say one thing and do another do this and say that I mean do as I say not as I do is how my parents taught me I hated that that's why I didn't want to be a Christian all right and they that conducted Paul brought him to Athens and receiving a commandment who received the commandment Paul or the conductor no Silas and Timotheus and the commandment was this to come unto him to Paul to come to Paul with all speed with all speed get going get going all speed I mean turn up the volume put the pedal down let's get going let's move along <laughs> little doggies move along <laughs> you know because sometimes we have to hurry along we might have been 
dilly-dallying like I do so often earlier. And the Holy Spirit says, you better hurry up. Hurry up, let's go. Come on, John, let's go. I mean, Holy Spirit kind of <laughs> get along little doggy, you know, kind of <laughs> boos me along sometimes. And then sometimes the Spirit says, slow down a little bit. Stop here. And what do I do? When I'm walking in the Spirit, I stop. You know, when the Holy Spirit says go, I go. It's a kind of a, that's that communion I'm always talking about because it's in the Word of God. Communion with the Spirit, okay? And you can do a, a big word search on that and a big study on communion with the Spirit. My ear is itching me, sorry about that. <clears throat> okay? So with all speed, that's gonna be our title, with all speed, with all speed in the truck, uh, because I ran the same route all the time. You know, th there are times when you have to kind of move along a little bit. Yeah, the op road's open and things are going good. It's a good time of night and you just kind of move along. And then there are other times that you have to slow down. You have to kind of take your time because you can't speed. Too much traffic or, or weather conditions, things like that, you slow down. But then when everything's cleared up, you can speed it back up again. And then over time, like I had, you know, a 14, 15, 1600 mile run, depending on where I'm headed for, uh, you know, that, and that amount of distance, uh, if you speed up where you can, slow down where you're supposed to, and you uh, over time, over that period of time that I have to make that run, uh, you can uh, receive, you can uh, uh, arrive at your destination on time. Now, if you're always speeding, you're going to have a wreck. You're going to mess up if you're always speeding. Just as fast as you can all the time. Man, hurry, 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 hurry. You're going to fall down because the devil's going to stick his leg out and you're going to go plop right over his leg. What happened? How come God did that to me? God, did, God doesn't love me. Oh, la, la, la. I hear it on the street. Not every day, but often, 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 often. I heard it yesterday up in Table of Mason Broadway. I go, oh man, don't you know what the Word of God says? You know, well, yeah, how come you didn't do it? Well, you know how it is. Yeah, I know how it is. Flesh, 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 right? The lust of the flesh. And uh, <laughs> so sometimes you have to slow down. And sometimes the slow down is so slow that you're thinking, man, it feels like I'm sitting still. And sometimes you got to sit still for, uh, for a very long time. When I left Boulder for the sixth time of trying to build Gospel Evangelist Church, I was here for four, four years and a few months, four and a half years or thereabouts. Don't know exactly, but something like that. Uh, the Lord sent me back to Reading, and I thought God was done with me. I thought I totally, completely failed God. Yeah, that's what the devil told me. And the devil sounded like God to me because I was so upset. So upset. Because I thought I failed. You know, I mean, I've had, I have a life of failure, so it looked like, well, okay, John, you failed one more time, you know, and uh, that's life for me. You know, I've never been a winner all the time, a success all the time. I have failed greatly, but guess what? If you ask any successful man or woman, they'll say, you know, I'm also the greatest failure. The greatest success is the greatest failure, kind of how it is, you know. <laughs> you know, look at Jesus. You know, he wasn't a failure, but he went to hell. We will never go to hell. How about that? But Jesus went to hell. God went to hell and set the captives free. But we won't go there. How about that? Jesus is greater than we are as a believer. 
If you're not a believer, you'll experience hell, but you won't see heaven. <laughs> How about that? We won't see hell, we'll see heaven, but if you don't believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you're born again, you won't see heaven. Sorry. You won't see heaven. I don't care how good you are or how much money you gave to every ministry or every good organization in the world and how wonderful you were and how many friends you have, blah, 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 blah. I'm so good. I'm going to heaven. I got nothing wrong with me. You know, you can say that, but you're going to hell because you don't have Jesus Christ. You're not covered with the blood of the Lamb of God that washes your sin away. And in that washing away of your sin, you become brand new, you become new, and you become a child of God. You're born from the old family, Satan, God of this world, into the new family, the creator of heaven and earth and the sea and everything that's in it. Amen? So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ today. Don't keep waiting, keep waiting. I, you guys are watching me who are not saved. I know there's a bunch of you watching. I know that. So it's time to get saved. You know, time to get saved. Time to get saved, amen. It says right here, uh, to come, and for to come to him, come to Paul with all speed. All speed, guess what it says next? They departed. Let's get going, man. Load it up, let's go, let's truck. And they got trucking, man. They didn't wait around at the truck stop, wondering what should we do next. They loaded, the, they pulled away from the gate, the door of the warehouse or whatever you're at. And uh, they shut their back doors, they got in the truck, and they did their logbook or whatever, and they put the truck in gear, and they headed down, like for me, when I'm up north, I headed south for Redding, California, from Washington, or wherever I was at. And I get trucking, and I speeded up where I could, and I slowed down where I was supposed to, and I maintained my momentum by slowing down, by speeding up, by slowing down, by speeding up, and maintaining the forward constant movement. That's how you do it and you keep your eyes in the windshield. And what's the windshield for us believers? Jesus Christ. Keep our eyes on the Lord. Keep our eyes on His eyes. Keep our eyes on His face. We know the eyes because of G uh, Paul described, I mean, John uh, described his eyes for us in Revelation. You don't look down uh, around and you don't look at this and look at that. You're gonna get into a wreck. You don't look at your cell phone anymore. I mean, there are so many people that I know gotten into wrecks because they're looking at their stupid mobile device. And they've wrecked millions and millions of dollars worth of equipment and killed people for a stupid little cell phone. Take that thing and throw it under your seat. Leave it alone. Put it in the trunk of your car or whatever. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. I've seen more wrecks since the cell phone came out that I can hardly believe. Senseless, senseless, stupid wrecks. Children killed. Parents killed because they were looking at their cell phone, mobile device, because they just had to text somebody while they're cruising down the road in some rocket. That's a rocket going down there. You think that's not a deadly device going down the road? That is, especially when you're doing highway speeds. In some of these states, we've moved the, from 55 back up to what it used to be. Some of these states are 70 miles an hour, 65, 70, 75, 80, 85 miles an hour. That's a lot of speed. And especially with a big rig, going 80 miles an hour, 70 miles an hour, 65 miles an hour, whatever the case may be. Anyways, that's, uh, so I'm laughing because of the guy who walked by. Anyways, uh, so let me read this, the last part. For to come to him with all speed, they departed, period. They departed. Let's pray. So Lord, I thank you that we can depart on time and we can get moving and if we have, to, we have to be there with all speed, then we have speed, S-P-E-E-D. 
uh, uh, what is that? Uh, you know, anyways, we get moving. We're speed. I love that, man. I think that's pretty cool. Uh, we're not dilly-dallying. We're not just uh, sitting by uh, watching uh, soap operas on television or sitting in some pew somewhere wondering what to do next. We take the Word of God and we go out in the field. We go out in the world. We go do something for the kingdom of God. And we turn on the gas. We turn on the power and we move out. We move out with the Spirit of God and we deliver our load on time. Deliver that message on time. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Giving you all the glory, Father, for what you're doing. And anybody who needs to be baptized with the Holy Ghost, I pray Holy Spirit. I pray Holy. I pray Jesus. I pray Jesus that you baptize them with the Holy Spirit. Baptize them, Lord. Fill them up with the Spirit of God. In Jesus' name. Anyone who needs healing, needs healing in the body. I pray healing. Be healed in your body. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Anybody needs a devil cast out, do I cast that devil out in the name of Jesus? And I pray the blood of the Lamb of God there with that spot where that devil was. And I speak the word of God in there. And Lord, I'm asking that you surround that person with other men and women of God who will speak the word of God into them. So if that devil comes back, he'll find it filled with the word of God, covered with the blood of the Lamb of God. And there's no place for him, no place for that devil ever again. Never to return in Jesus' name, never return. We have the victory in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 We give all praise to you. We give all praise, Lord. We give you praise and glory and majesty. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, so there you go. That's the sermon for the day. God bless you, man. I love you very much. Take care, all right? Bye-bye.